Hi, my name is Chris Dory, and welcome to my podcast, The Worst. Every week I talk about things that are the worst, those things in life that are just the worst to deal with. My, uh, my throat's a little scratchy because I'm just getting over a bit of a cold, but this week I'm t- going to be talking about illness. <clears throat> Now, I'm not talking about getting a cold or a flu or even COVID. I'm talking about long-term stuff, things like cancer or illnesses that take a lot of care to maintain or even overcome. So for me, it's colitis. Well, its full name is ulcerative colitis. For those of you that don't know, it's an IBD, which stands for inflammatory bowel disease. Now, I don't have a guess this week because I was diagnosed a few years ago. So I'm going to talk about my experience with ulcerative colitis and what it took me to get better. So a little background information on colitis. Uh, In Canada, there are hundreds of thousands of people in Canada living with this disease, and I'm unfortunately one of them. When I was first diagnosed, it was pretty terrible. I was diagnosed probably about a year or so before the pandemic, and I one day just had the worst pain in my midsection or stomach, I guess you could say. And it was like, it was like a sharp shooting, like if it felt like, like acid was inside of me. So I went to the hospital and they weren't sure what was going wrong with me. So they gave me some uh, medication and they were able to uh, bring down my pain, but I was still like uh, throwing up and I really didn't know what was wrong with me. And they didn't know either. So um, oftentimes uh, colitis is hard to diagnose because it's <clears throat> it's got symptoms that a lot of other things can have, so, like cancer or uh, its big brother, which is Crohn's disease. So the difference between Crohn's disease, which is another uh, IBD, is that Crohn's disease uh, affects probably a lot more Canadians and they um, they go through a lot more symptoms and often have more issues with it as a disease. So a lot of times with Crohn's and colitis, people will have to get whole parts of their intestines removed. And that that's awful. I, I hopefully will never have to have that done, but I'm doing pretty good lately. So, uh, so with Crohn's and colitis, what happens is your body just honestly is just fighting against you. It's a, a autoimmune disorder. So basically, your the insides of your intestines basically hate you. And they're fighting against you and they don't want to absorb food or nutrients or anything like that. And because of that, the inside of your intestines become just like lined with scar tissue and just blood and awfulness and it's just terrible in general. So you have to take sometimes medications to uh, minimize the effects of the disease. So for me, I take um, an injectable medication that I have to inject into my stomach every two weeks. It's it's not as bad as some people have to deal with. Uh, some people take some really hard medications, but I become used to giving myself injections. It's 
the injectable pen kind of looks like an EpiPen. So you put it towards your stomach and you just kind of pop the needle and you just wait a few minutes and that's not so bad. But I know some other people, they have to go through um, monthly or sometimes even weekly injections, or you have to go to like the hospital or a clinic and you have medication pumped through you uh, like you would get like, oh, what's the word? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm blanking on the word. Whenever you go to a hospital and you get fluids, you have a, uh, oh, an IV. Yeah, so you would have to get them through an intravenous. And uh, thank God I don't have to deal with that. I have a, a couple of friends with colitis and some of them are on different medications from me. Uh, so some of them take intravenous medication, some of them take pill form. And a lot of the pills are often you know, just like handfuls of pills. It's really terrible. So for me, I've been just taking um, the medication I'm on is Humira. And it's a uh, type of medication that helps you uh, fight your, your body, basically, because <laughs> your body is giving is allergic to you. So it helps regulate that. And it also um, allows your body to manage the disease better. So a lot of times the symptoms of the disease are just abdominal discomfort, uh, cramps, bloating, swelling. Uh, the, the Those are the ones that are okay to deal with. Some of the ones are like diarrhea, fatigue, uh, loss of appetite. It's just, it's a really difficult disease to maintain and it's <laughs> it can be really terrible. So I don't have a really great relationship with food anyway. It's like I'm not a, a huge foodie. So having to restrict my diet to things that won't hurt me to digest is not that bad. Because I've, um, I've never been that much of a foodie, but I have friends that you know, they love eating spicy food, and they love drinking alcohol. And while those are things that I don't uh, like really spicy food or alcohol, it is a real struggle to um, for them to ingest and digest and things like that. So uh, so for me, whenever I was first diagnosed with it, and I started my, you know, journey with colitis, I guess you could call it, I had to really watch what I was eating. And uh, a lot of things that you really there, there's like kind of like a list of uh, things that you shouldn't eat. And the, the main thing is alcohol, because alcohol is really hard for your body to digest and process in various ways. So alcohol was obviously a no-go. And then there were other things that um, they just make it hard for your, your bowels to, to pass, really. So anything like sharp or oddly shaped, like chips or popcorn, something that, you know, like that comes out in like little pieces, they were they were just terrible. So I had to really restrict those. And for me, the hardest one to restrict uh, was red meat and cured meat. I I love eating meat. I love having steak and I love like a good charcuterie board. So that was really, really hard for me to uh, to deal with. Luckily for me, I I have moderate uh, milk allergies, so like dairy allergies. But I honestly can eat a lot of cheeses, which is great for me. Uh, so a lot of people don't have to uh, to deal with that, which is good because, you know, it, everybody's different. The doctors, when I started out, and the doctors I still have, 
are pretty great and they they were always there and I could always ask them questions or anything like that. And one of the big ones is, and I found this really tiring for me, is to keep a food journal. So you have to keep a food journal and things that you eat that you used to eat before that were fine. And, but now, you know, they might give you a little bit of trouble. They might give you a little bit of discomfort or cramps or the runs or something terrible like that. But, uh, so I was keeping a food journal for a little bit and finding out things that, you know, were okay for me to eat before, but now I couldn't. So with keeping a food journal and maintaining, you can honestly like see, you know, like these are things that I can't eat. These are things that I can't eat. And after a while, your body will either start to kind of get used to them and readjust to them with the help of the medication or uh, for some people, it's just a, a no-go, which really sucks. I've had ulcerative colitis for, God, almost five years now, probably. And it was really hard to manage at the beginning. And now it's honestly not so bad. Uh, I still get a lot of cram cramps, a lot of bloating and stuff like that, but not nearly as bad as I used to have. And the side effects from the medication aren't as bad anymore. And... No, I've honestly learned to to deal with it. The thing that for most people, probably the worst to deal with is you have to get regular colonoscopies. And I won't go into too many details on my podcast about, you know, <laughs> getting your your intestines checked out via your butt because it's really, really, really gross. Uh, but colonoscopies tend to be the worst uh, factor of getting checked for ulcerative colitis or IBDs or stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I haven't had to have one of those in probably year and a half, two years, which is great for me because I'm getting better. Uh, and that honestly is one of the best things that you can get out of like, you know, like maintaining your, your healthy immune system and your, your food diaries and all that stuff is eventually you will start to get better, honestly. And for me, it's probably been about almost a year where I can comfortably eat food that I often had trouble with before. And now it's not so bad. So for those of you listening that are just like, oh, God, I hope I never get a disease that I have to maintain or anything. So it has its ups and downs. For me, the uh, the. The downs was, you know, like not being able to do a lot of the things I used to do, dealing with pain and that sort of thing. But the ups was that I've honestly have a better relationship with my body and I know what goes into it, what uh, what happens with it more often. So that is honestly one good thing that I could say, because before I didn't know what I was dealing with whenever I was eating, passing food, et cetera, et cetera. And now I know a lot about about that. So. So I guess in the end, uh, diseases are really shitty to deal with, and you just take it. Just takes a lot, a little bit of work, and with anything you can overcome it. And that's kind of the point of my podcast is you know talking about things that are the worst in the world, <clears throat> and overcoming them. So uh, if anybody ever has any questions or concerns that they might you know have ulcerative colitis or you know, Crohn's disease or anything like that. There are lots of uh, 
places to visit on the web on on the website on the internet and you can uh, access the Crohn's and Colitis Canada website which is really cool and honestly if you just google Crohn's disease uh, colitis IBDs or anything there's a lot of uh, ways to seek out help and get help which is honestly the first uh, thing that I had to do because I didn't even know I had it so I had to get tested for it and uh, once you get that you can start on your you know, journey to feeling better and hopefully reclaiming that part of your life that you think you had no control over. So uh, thank you for listening <laughs> about my intestinal uh, issues. And uh, thanks so much for, uh, for tuning in. And you can find my website. I mean, pardon me. I'm a little tired this morning. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, you can find my podcast, The Worst, on Apple Podcast or Spotify, and you can find it on Transistor. And thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope to talk to you soon. <laughs>